What is up, freelance writers? Welcome back to Freelance Writing Secrets. This is Dallas. I'm so glad to see you. Um, yeah, sorry about the training, by the way. I'm on like day three or day two of the training, and I haven't updated it yet. Um, there has been a tremendous amount going on. I've been hacking through the weeds and just trying to figure out so much. Um, but I'm going to continue that training. Um, the description, you know, link will be down in the description for when it's being continued. If you want to register for that training and you know, go through the four days of me teaching you how to get clients as a freelance writer. Link will be down in the description. I'm just a free training. But um, what I wanted to talk about in this episode is that a lot of people don't realize, a lot of freelance writers, I mean, don't realize how much of a mental journey it is to getting clients as a freelance writer, um, getting high paying clients. You know, a lot of people you know, I remember, as I told you in a few episodes ago, I had a lot of preconceived notions about the prices that I could charge as a freelance writer um, to other people. I remember my first thousand dollar, you know, sale, which turned into two thousand dollars. And, you know, on that on that call, you know, you know, on that first call that led up to that sale, I was I was very skittish about asking for a thousand dollars. I was like, hey, I don't I don't know if I can do it. And then I had a conversation with John Adams and he was like, yo. Um, you can charge anything you want. You know, it's, it's just systematic desensitization. You got to go through the motions and you'll get used to it. Do it over and over and over. You get used to it. And I actually eventually end up doing it. And afterwards, I remember sitting down with my friend Rashad and just saying, hey, I think I have a lot of false beliefs around money, man. We grew up poor. And so we think a thousand dollars is a lot of money when it's not. And I think a lot of freelance miners might be skittish about charging high prices for the services that they provide. Um, but one thing you got to realize, like I said, is it's it's an internal journey. It's not just external. It's not just tactics and strategies. Um, I was into pickup a lot when I was younger, and I used to watch Owen Cook, and it was such a transformative process. The work he would do with people because he would take a guy, you know, and he would go up to a girl and he would say a pickup line or something like that, and he would take that guy and he'd work with that guy, and the guy would go back to the young lady and use the same pickup line, and go back to another lady and use the same pickup line, and a second time it would work after he worked with Owen. And the reason was because the pickup line, the tactic and strategy, it was no, it was nothing wrong with that, but it was everything, all the you know uh, internal mechanisms that, that made the pickup line fall short. You could say the same thing to the same person, to, you know, the same person could say the same thing to the same person, but say it in such a different way and with such a different state of mind and state of being that the outcome has changed. And that's one of the things I like so much about Pickup because it was in journey internally. It was working on yourself to become better. And a lot of people aren't getting clients because they aren't doing the work and working on themselves and the beliefs that they have around money in order to deliver a pitch correctly and actually get the sale. Um, man. You know, just out the gate, one of the things that you can do to work on yourself, and there are a lot of things you can obviously do, but one of the things you can work on yourself is just do it. Do the thing that you're scared of over and over and over again. One of the basic strategies. And I want you to take this in consideration when um, when closing out this, um, just in closing out this podcast episode, uh, there is a sculpture in the world somewhere that just sold for 18000 and the sculpture was made out of air, meaning it wasn't really there. Baseball cards are selling for tens of thousands. LeBron cards are selling for hundreds of thousands. They don't have any intrinsic value or inherent value. Uh, the object itself doesn't have a function that makes it that valuable. It's all the marketing and sales and perception and confidence that goes into selling these things that make them sell. Think of all the ridiculous things in your life. I want you to make a list of them that have sold for ridiculous amounts that you just can't fathom. Like, why is a jersey that's the exact replica of every other jersey because it has a signature on it selling for such a high amount? Value 
isn't real. Value is real in some ways, inherent value, but largely value is created by narrative and story. And what you believe is value and what you assign value to is completely up to you. You're assigning yourself a low value out of fear or some type of internal insecurity, and you have to figure it out. This is Dallas Freelance Writing Secrets. If you want to book a call with me to talk about all of this stuff, link down below. Before you get on the call, you have to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Look out for the training. Uh, actually, register for the free training down below as well. Um, and we got like probably a course coming out early next month or early this month. I don't really know. You'll have to wait for it. I'll make the announcement on a podcast. Subscribe and listen, and you'll hear about the course that'll solve all your problems as a freelance writer and help you get high-paying clients on autopilot. Peace out.